Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. End of the road, but we're in luck. Publishers are interested just like Jim the Duck. I doubt it. Wiggler and Jazz, here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail green deal with all of our friends. The brightest timeline never goes away. Community building is here to stay. Get out of here. Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's another episode of Community Building here on Post Show Recaps. Talking about Community Season 6, Episode 8, Intro to Recycled Cinema. I am Josh Wiggler. I'm joined here once again by Jess Sterling. Jess, I was very worried that we were going to have to like film someone from the back and superimpose mm-hmm. you into the podcast uh yeah. after like your big escape to hollywood last time uh yes, the I first think... ever community podcast without jess it was very unnerving yes i'm back baby and i'm here to say ham girl ham girl well here to say ham girl and to probably speak against the use of an actor's likeness without their express consent 
joining us mm-hmm. for a very appropriately timed episode of Community. She is the host of Strike Up the Conversation here on Post Show Recaps, a new podcast series covering the Hollywood strikes that are happening right now. If you are not aware of these strikes, the WGA and SAG-AFTRA both on strike right now. And she is bringing you all the coverage you need over at postshowrecaps.com slash strike the RSS link when you search by URL to get strike up the conversation. Here she is, Dr. Amanda. It's me, the titular ham girl. That's it. (laughs) It was me. I'm the one he was talking about. I'm ham girl. I'm ham girl. I know that's not kosher, actually. I'll be be pastrami girl. You can be pastrami girl. (laughs) Well, pastrami girl, what a delight to have Mm -hmm. you here on Community Building this week. Oh, it's so great to be here. It's so great to be back. This is like, this is such a flagship of post-show recaps. This is like such a little cozy corner of the pillow fort that is the post show recaps universe so yeah. it's always it, i was delighted that jess was uh invited me back and i'm happy to be here i'm thrilled to have you here i really it is such a strange uh, just did you pick this episode because amanda's doing strike up the conversation because this was no this, this is, is like a perfect this is a perfect episode for ben chang's big hollywood break that then just gets totally co-opted is uh is ben chang do you think uh amanda going to be making any residuals on mm. what is this uh, chief star in the Raiders of the galaxy? Is that the name of this? Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, this is, it's, it's a really good point. Um, You know, I don't know if he was going to be fairly compensated for this. I, I, I don't even know if Jeff Gutenberg uh, really understands yeah. uh, all of, you know, he doesn't, he's just learning about broadband. So, uh-huh. um, but if anybody was going to cross a picket line, I have to say that, that Ben Chang is going to cross the picket line, right? Yeah. I think <laughs> Ben Chang is crossing the picket line for sure. <laughs> I think very notably, actually, while this episode does deal in many of the things that are being discussed in the SAG after a spi- mm-hmm. uh, strike specifically, um, there's really no pushback from Chang. <laughs> on this because he's probably like in another position i would do the same thing i would just totally yeah. take your stuff i also think he like he feels a little bit of guilt from like being so famous and being like nah there's no one i care about back at my community college yeah. Yeah. so he feels like you he you think chang right? feels guilt jess Wait, well in the final pretty- scene when he comes mm-hmm. in he's like it's at least awkward i would say mm-hmm. yeah maybe yeah. not guilt but aw- he, he mm-hmm. can you know address that it's it's awkward in that final scene you think it's guilt i think he's uncomfortable i think in that final scene he's sad you know he, he really put himself out there out there in hollywood and then he goes ahead and he tells like he may as well be making moose ears at uh, Steven Spielberg from the booth, like something really super embarrassing. He gets kicked out of the mm-hmm, whole thing mm-hmm. and he comes crawling back to Greendale. That's very upsetting. I think he's more like very embarrassed. Tail than... between his legs. Yeah, yeah. You, should be, you should never mm-hmm. speak to Steven Spielberg like that. No, you really should. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Um, Amanda, would you speak to Steven Spielberg that way? Uh, I would be I would be very, very polite to Steven Spielberg, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I would do if I met Steven Spielberg. <laughs> I would drop you... dead. That's what I would do. Okay, so we all are in agreement that Jess is not allowed to meet Steven Spielberg. Because <laughs> we need Jess. So 
very important for Jess to continue to be alive. Very important for all of you to continue to be listening to, as Dr. Amanda calls it, a flagship podcast mm-hmm. here on Post Show Recaps Community Building. Here with just, what is it? five episodes left well there's only i think there's uh the 13 total there's not there's do it uh not a lot we're almost done it's almost done and then god what are we gonna do on the other side of that well we'll that out once community is done that is a future problem even if it is a near future problem make sure you're subscribed search community building post show recaps wherever you get your podcasts also the rss link if you want to search by url postshowrecaps.com slash community if you want to join us live and watch episodes of community building uh, as they are recording for the patrons of post show recaps guess what you have to be one of them uh patreon.com slash recaps. sign up Support the arts and get to watch Community Building live as we record it. You get early access to the podcast as well. We're in the home stretch here, folks. You're going to want to make sure that you're a part of this thing for the end game. We're in the end game now. Patreon.com slash poster. They say that in a Marvel movie. This episode of Community is like Marvel movie adjacent. Uh, sure. So I think I think that I think that works now. So Community Building uh, an historic uh podcast here on mm-hmm. the post show recaps network dr amanda but you are currently making history on strike up the wow. conversation uh here on post show recaps would you, like, would you like to tell the people about strike up the conversation for people who maybe don't know this yet i would love to tell people about strike up the conversation um yeah we are doing weekly coverage of the entertainment strikes as long as they're happening um and it seems like we have a little bit more of the road to go we've been trying to feature the voices of individuals who are involved in the labor dispute so we've had a couple of great interviews so far with um, WGA members, Justin Shanes and Frankie Butler, and also with um, SAG-AFTRA member and great friend of the podcast, Michael Chernis, who you might know from um, Severance, among his many other credits. Um, This week, I was really, really proud to bring you a conversation with a fantastic guest, Paul Prescott, who's a union activist and labor organizer in Philadelphia, somebody who is really involved in um, working with the Teamsters most recently on their negotiations with UPS. So uh, we're bringing you some context on the labor movement. We're also going to be doing some deep dives into some of the issues at the heart of the disputes. Next week, I'm going to be joined by Grace and Ariel talking about delays in film release schedules. Um, a lot of great stuff planned um, to to help provide some of the context for our listeners about everything that's going on in this uh, industry and medium that we love so much. Um, so I've been really, really enjoying getting to be a part of that and following along. And I think we've had a really good response so far. It's been really terrific. The podcast has been fantastic. The conversations that you're having are incredibly important, vital at this moment in time as Listen, we're all here for the same reason, right? We love TV. We love movies. We love the work that these actors and writers do. And this work is under attack and it's uh, it's in jeopardy. And we want to support the guilds as best as we can. Uh, so make sure you're checking out the podcast. It's really important to educate yourself on what's going on with these strikes. And Amanda is bringing great coverage that, as you mentioned, is even looking beyond uh, just the scope of Hollywood and the labor mm-hmm. movement in general uh, and what people need to be aware of and what people can do to get involved and spread that awareness. So uh, this is a delight to be a small, tiny part of that podcast. Really just getting to hang out with you and Turnus was uh, 
was pretty good. That was pretty fun. I had a fun time. You're, you're always welcome. You're always welcome, Jack. You can always superimpose me onto the oh, podcast. Oh, there you, you go. Have my the consent. back of your head. Okay. You have my <laughs> Just the just, back of its head, though. No yes, face. Would you be okay to have the back of your head superimposed on the podcast? I don't know that it's like my best angle is my uh-huh. problem. Like the mm. curls, usually 10 out of 10. But like, I don't know that I have a very strong, identifiable back of my head. Can I say something about the back of my head? Yes. I think it's my least favorite part of me. Uh, Is the back of your head? Yeah. Well, at I least you don't have to so. see it very much. I'm thrilled about that. I got to tell you, but I'm so sorry for all of you who have to look at it. You know, it. Uh, I, I, I feel like I don't have a strong feeling about the back of my own head. Every and time now- I see the back of my own head, I'm like, hmm, that's a different person. Wow, now <laughs> I feel that? like I'm missing out. I need to. That doesn't feel like me. Yeah. That's not me. Um, but it is. So uh, I'll take a, a back of head double uh, for sure. A yeah. back of head double sounds like a thing that I would be uh, thrilled to have. The I great think- Corey B in the mm-hmm. chat saying, I wish I had two fronts of my head. Uh, the back is useless. That so is would that be like unnerving, Corey. A front of your head yeah. on the front and a he front of your head like on the back? Professor Quirrell type of yeah. situation. It's like a Quirrell situation. You don't want a Quirrelly B, I don't think is what we <laughs> I just, what we how do you, you got to just choose which eyes you want open, I guess. Why not all of them? Hairstyles, hats uh, would be awkward. Oh, like, hair would be impossible. Yeah. 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 Brushing like, your eyeballs in. Yeah. <laughs> You just like part them, like you like you like braid the back of your hair into like a single braid uh-huh. to like unify the eyeballs. hair so that like it's like goes like that right down your like back. Corey, of head you nose. didn't think that all the way through. Not you all the way through. Not all the way through. Yeah, not all the way through. Um, well, we got to talk about an episode of Community that I'm glad they thought all the way through. <laughs> I enjoyed this one a good amount. Um, of course, I did. It's a Chang episode. Naturally, and it's an episode that for so much of it. Uh, very successful times for Ben Chang. I really thought while watching this episode, is this the 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 Ben Chang Bon Voyage? The Ben mm. Voyage mm. was this like going to be like an early departure for Chang? And then of course he blows it. Um, but for a while there, I was very happy for uh his Ham Girl success. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, meteoric rise. Meteoric there. rise uh, is the meaty uh, a reference to the ham. <laughs> the ham is is meteoric. <laughs> yeah, it's a meteoric rise. Well, let's talk about Ben Chang's swift rise and fall in Hollywood on the other side of a quick commercial break. Stay tuned. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're back, folks. Uh, we went nowhere. For those of you who are patrons of Hosha Recaps, you got this commercial free. Consider it. Patreon.com slash Recaps. Okay, so we're going to continue on here and talk about 
Intro to Recycled Cinema, directed by Victor Nelly Jr. Um, incredible name. Uh, written by Dan Harmon and Clay Lapari. They're all great names. Everyone's name is great. Um, it originally <laughs> aired... <laughs> I just really want to make sure that you all yeah. feel good about that. Uh, yeah. April, yeah. April 28, 2015. And we begin with a commercial. And there's no skipping this one, Jess. No, no, can't skip this commercial because it's Chang. And he's on a ham commercial where his soul... He... he he pops up outside of a window to just lean on the windowsill and go, ham girl. You're Amanda, really good take. at that, Jess. You can uh, do that. Your take on ham girl, Amanda. Is this something that like would really light up the internet? I feel like you're yeah. so good at like knowing what people want on social mm. media. Oh, that's me. Days. Yeah, yeah. No, this I this feels like so. It's so of the time, I think, in terms of like this certain type of like marketing tactic that was like everywhere in commercials. I mean, it harkens to the Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But but that, I think, is like the progenitor of what this was in like the 2010s. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking like, what are some other examples of it's like a little bit like the one annoying like the you know, like we have the can you hear me now? It like feels the- like the like a viral it would go viral with like an auto tune remix version. Oh, of it. yeah. It's yeah. like very like like, I don't know, like Internet 2.0. It's like right when like the memes like were it's like starting to pop and you yeah. really needed to like hit somebody over the head with this is a meme. And yes. really like that was like Chang's moment. Like Chang was built for this. He was built to be bred for the this. ham girl yeah. guy. Yeah, I think that that's right. I think that all of his life was building towards <laughs> ham girl. Of course, another example, as mentioned by Darkest Timeline, Britta, and I know Corey B's in the chat, but not on the podcast, but to him I say, oh, no. what's up? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> He's like yeah, another exactly. cousin yeah. of ham girl. Uh, so yeah, ham girl does feel like it is tremendously Chang. Um, mm-hmm. And what doesn't feel particularly Chang is that like he's coming across as like a normal person in I love him. Yeah, he's on an interview on well, like basically their version of E.T., uh, like mm-hmm. a celebrity blast. He's being interviewed. And Spielberg is apparently interested in him for the new Play-Doh movie for the color blue. Yeah. He's going to be blue, Amanda. That's like that's like leading man status. Oh, that's yeah. Best actor. That's Jeremy Strong. That's, that's like Brian the, Cox. That's, that's the Barbie. That's the entire male cast. The Barbie of Play-Doh colors. Yeah. I mean, this is so prescient. Like, I love how on the nose, like, community was. Uh, I love how <laughs> on the nose community was. Like, that. Like now, of course, we're going to be in the Mattelaverse where every movie is going to be some, oh, like, Mattel IP. But, like, this really feels prescient um blue in the play movie like i i can see that i can that's see leonardo that. you know like mm. that's optimus prime like <laughs> blue is at the top of the mountain what are the power rankings on the of play-doh the, colors? Of the colors for the oh, yeah. no, movie red mm. has to be up there though red's up there red's yeah. up there uh, Jess looking stunning in red is always yeah. I have blue, to get blue is is high up there i mean honestly all the colors the are primaries great. are all the, co- all the colors are gonna be great in the play-doh movie but i do think that like blue is the main 
Blue is big. Blue's the main Blue character. Is, and yeah. so, like, that's really exciting for Chang. I hope that he doesn't tell Steven Spielberg to what? Eat a butt? What is it? Yeah, to lick him? his butt or something. Lick his butt? Yeah, like, yeah. I hope he doesn't do anything like that. Um, so, everyone's watching this interview, uh, and he's, he's talking about how he was a loner in community college. He didn't have a bunch of friends. Uh, and the study group is watching, and they're annoyed that they don't get mentioned at all. Uh, and we also find out that Ben has been missing for three weeks. He's been, uh, it's been a really like, uh, 15 minutes of fame, I think is what's happening here. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think this is a real, like a quick flash in the pan. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Dean says, you know what? I'm finally just going to have his car towed. You know, yeah. it's been long enough. Uh, so is they it a Honda CRV <laughs> Honda fit Honda yeah. fit. Yeah. Uh, so the, the group goes to the bar uh, that Britta works at and they're having like a sarcastic cheers to Chang. And he's like, you know what? I always thought Chang would be famous, but for eating someone, you know, not, <laughs> not for being an actor. Yeah. Uh, and Frankie we says, we're all thinking it. We were all thinking truly, it. Yeah. Uh, so Frankie says there's an upside for them financially though, because it, him leaving lowers our insurance by 6%. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that incredible. is sort of on the on the up and up, but it's unfortunate for uh, for Abed. He'd been working on a movie that Chang was going to be a really big part of. Uh, he was police justice in his upcoming movie, uh, and uh, they just they're not going to be able to complete it. But Frankie is able to like make the next leap of wait a minute. You're telling me that we own a movie starring Ham Girl guy in which he signed to release for his likeness to be mm -hmm. used. Amanda, this is the kind of thing of like, was Chang body scanned and not like read in, like no informed consent? Yes. When, when yes. Chang signed away his rights to be uh, used in perpetuity at Greendale Community College's film department? The artificial intelligence that is the back <laughs> of Dean Pelton in a wig yeah. has been, uh, is using his image of, yeah, this is like I so is this above boards? Like Chang signed a release to be in this movie, and now Abed is going to take the footage that he already shot and make it into a different film. Right. I think that seems this seems like this is on the up and up. I don't know. Is do we think that Chang has representation with no, the SAG aftra So I think that this is the issue mm -hmm. is that like this is the kind of thing that's being fought against. Uh is like mm -hmm. people kind of like being walked into these deals, not really understanding that these are the terms. So let's negotiate the contract so you can't he just take my likeness. Yeah, he needed to organize. It's uh, probably uh, above yeah. board, but it's worth walking out on, I mm -hmm. think. Uh, not particularly I, great. Yeah, I hope he wasn't uh, earning his SAG points for this production. I hope not, I hope not either. Uh, so we do get to see a little bit of it. Um, he's police justice. Yeah. A real-life former cop helped with the dialogue. We hear that former cops are not great with dialogue. Jess, is this a, uh, a hickey shout-out? Yeah, it definitely is. And I love Britta just going, I don't think police should be heroes. Yeah. <laughs> Ahead of her time. Yeah. One Britta yeah. Love Britta. Uh, but they, he's, uh, Abed says, we barely got anything on film before Chang went off to get a McRib, and he has, like, oh. a real McRib problem. So I don't could Put that in the contract. Get the mm. McRib in writing. Yeah, I think that that should be part of Chang's deal. Uh, how do we feel about a McRib around the horn? Quick takes. I've never had one. Amanda. I've never had a McRib, but I can guarantee it's disgusting. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's move right along. Uh, Dash is a big McRib guy. I'm not. I'm McRib. not. But I am. Face. That's 
fascinated by the McRib. I don't understand what a McRib is. There's no bones or like it's, it's a no bones day it's, kind it's of no, sandwich. No bones day sandwich. <laughs> it's it's McDonald's equivalent of no bones day is the McRib. Is it like a pulled pork? But no, no, they, no. they make it. They, oh, they, they shape the meat product. They shape the meat product into like a rack of ribs, but it's like not. It's just meat. It's no bones. They're I don't like know. little nubs. But they make it look like a rack of ribs just by forming Well, I think that that's like very generous to what the finished result looks like. <laughs> but they Google try this. to make it look like it's like, like they're going for think, something. Again, like it does. Oh, they do. I see it. Amanda, okay. I do feel like the McRib is sort of like the, um, what is the, what is the, the AI technology that draws stuff? It's like, it's oh, like, like the Dolly mini. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, it's like, it's like that. It's like, uh, it's, okay. the, it's the equivalent of like trying, like you, you feed a computer. What oh, did it rib return recently? Is. Yeah. It's always coming back. Uh, <laughs> okay. roll, rolling comebacks for the mix. I had, do like pickles. And there one, pickles on this. I'm sure that I have not memorably, um, when I think of the McRib, I think of like high school rib cafeteria stuff. Mm-hmm. Did anyone have like anything oh. like that in their high school cafeteria? We did. If we did. Uh, wow, and, wow like, look everyone, at that flex. Everyone would be like, whoa, rib day. I'd be like, I don't know about that. That's not a real one. I'll go get a soft undercooked chocolate chip cookie and ruin <laughs> the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> we've, we've talked about this long enough that now I think I do need to eat one. I need to try one life. now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just to uh, well, tr- say I did, you know? Uh, uh, yeah, did we are, are we are we sponsored by McRib? Is post recap? Not yet, <laughs> but I am ready. I am ready for that McRib sponsorship. Gosh, between this community and the last one, we're going to be getting into the Sips Club and the McRibs Club. Very uh, exciting. Be very exciting. Yeah. Um, so Frankie is ready to take this thing to the next level. Yeah. We've got Ham Girl Guy. We need to make a movie. Let's bring in a big time Hollywood producer to do this. And again kismet that dr amanda is here as this is uh this is one of the great guest stars of party down lore another incredible podcast that dr amanda did once upon a time with the great emily fox was the party down podcast steve gutenberg in the house What's going on with Steve? What's the goots here? The goot is here. I love Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg uh, was, uh, he won the Post Show Recaps Party Down podcast best uh, guest star party down. Yeah. And I just made it up and he, and he won that. So it's between him and like him. J.K. Simmons, probably, right? Like I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it was a competitive category. Yeah, there's a it lot was. of good guests. Yeah, there's stars. a lot of good ones. There's yeah. a lot of good but uh, the good one, I loved seeing Steve Gutenberg here. Jess, did you do you know who Steve Gutenberg is? I am so happy you asked me this, Dr. Amanda, <laughs> because I would like the two of you to guess what film it is parent I trap. most know him from. No, it's not even parent trap. It's like an attempt at the parent trap. Uh what's the fake no, parent trap? Movie of that you the to say the attempt at the parent trap about this film. Yeah, what is oh, it? Oh my what is so it this called? is the one and I, what is this it? This is um, the one and only nineteen ninety-five classic Mary Kate and Ashley film. It right. takes two. It takes two, which is the I parent no trap. I also do know him from Three Men and a Baby. Okay. Uh, were you a police academy person? I've never seen police. Uh, you have to see police academy. <laughs> yeah. I don't, but I do love him from both. I know of those police movies. aren't supposed to be heroes, but Officer Mahoney, I think we can make an exception. That for. is and true. really I the love... rest of the police academy. Would, Brit, would Britta watch the police academy film? Yes, series? because she's a hypocrite. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, she probably she can knows, like she can, time, but then she, she can recite every single one of Tackleberry's yes. lines. They're not a lot. He really is mostly a guns guy. Uh, yeah, I think she probably watches Police Academy. Uh, no cocoon for you, Jess. I've never seen it. I don't know if I've heard of cocoon. Wow, you haven't. It's have you, like have you heard the Brimley cocoon line? Yes, the Brimley cocoon line is a very important item uh, artifact in pop culture. Really, mm-hmm. sort of like crossing the Rubicon uh, yeah. for a human being is to become older than and- Wilford Brimley was during the making of Cocoon, which is like 52 yeah. years old, I think. Yeah, More he, Paul Rudd, the, Paul the Rudd has crossed line. the Brimley mm-hmm. Cocoon line. Yes. I think Jennifer Lopez it's, has it's crossed the old? Brimley Cocoon. That's what this means? Yes, so old it, means no, to it, be it, old it, of a certain age. It's one of those things like where you look at like what a 40-year-old looked like in, in 1960, and it, they look like they're oh. like 100 years old, right. and then you're like, oh, wow. The world's different now. I yeah, see. I yeah, see. Yeah. Because uh, uh, we're a generation that has been raised on the restorative properties of the McRib. Uh, <laughs> no. So lots of preservatives in there. Correct. Just yeah. kind of keep everything. Preserving shiny a youthful visage. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, so the goot is here. Um, yeah, and he's like, we need an 81-minute cut of this movie. I can guarantee distribution. You can make up to 500 k wow. on this deal. I mean, for a student film, not bad, huh? I that mean, would like, be incredible. That'd be exciting. Very good. Yeah. yeah. But Abed is a little hesitant because he says, "I this is my only chance at mainstream success before I'm allowed to make weird stuff for money. It's my American graffiti, my elephant man, my four rooms, the Robert Rodriguez segment. Uh-huh. Yeah. So this is like his moment before he gets to go off the deep end here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I mean... I don't know. Like, do we, I guess we call Star Wars weird stuff for money at the time. Uh, so yeah. So he's like gonna, he's gonna do this. He's gonna make it happen. And mm-hmm. of course, at this moment in time, 2015, I do believe we are right around the corner from Guardians of the Galaxy. Has to be pretty close to 27. No, 2017 is number two. So, so I think guardians of the galaxy may have happened a year earlier. 2014, you are correct. Yeah. So we're on the other side of guardians of the galaxy. We're on the other side of Chris Pratt crossing, not the Brimley cocoon line, but the Burt <laughs> Macklin line. Maybe he's like past the Macklin definitely. line he definitely of like, is. it's no longer a joke. And now it's like, it's a little too real. Uh, and star Lord is like right there. Maybe it's like the quill Macklin line is where Chris Pratt mm-hmm. is. And so Joel McHale as Jeff Winger is about to become the Chris Pratt of mm. Greendale. Yeah, because um, as Maury says, the, the people like dinosaurs, aliens, and anything that Chris Pratt can join forces with. Yeah, I mean... But that's it. And I gotta say, I do love dinosaurs. Sure, big fan, yeah. So, so is this still true today? Dinosaurs, aliens, anything that Chris Pratt can join forces with? I would say no. No, we've I moved past that as a society. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's superheroes so. you'd have to add into that mm-hmm. list. Yeah, superheroes. No, I think we're. I think what Are culturally we we're, we're we're leaving superheroes. I think we're on our way. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Mm, nostalgia. Love nostalgia now, nostalgia. especially the nineties. Nostalgia is real. People have loved nostalgia. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna make a movie. Um, Elroy says something weird about a billiards ball. I don't he know. said he found a green three billiards ball and he's like, these don't exist. What sport is this from? And why is it in my RV? Anyway, I'll do the CGI. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I love, I love this detail. I mean, like El- Elroy is so fun. 
He's so great. And like, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure that this made sense to somebody who's like, he's right. There is no bill green three Couldn't billion tell ball. Tell I have you. no idea. I'm not cool enough. Quick thoughts that. on pool around the horn. I'm bad at it. I'm also bad at it. <laughs> I'm quite good. You are? Yeah, I've Wait, ooh, really, that's really good. Is a thing. Yeah. Like, in the season one of Community, I yeah. was supposed to become like a, a pool shark. No, it's me. I'm supposed to. Become oh, a you're shark. supposed to become a pool shark. Yeah, and so and you next, shouldn't tell yeah. people. Oh, no, that you no, 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 told no. Me that you're the plan good at this. is it, no. We're exactly where we're supposed to be in the plan. <laughs> oh, no. I believe if you check the record, it was for me to say that like I'm like to be honest, I'm not very good at it. But then I'll tell you that I'm really good at it, and then I'll tell you like I'm not that good at it. I'm just kidding. And then like secretly, I'm actually quite good. Uh, oh, so, so we're we're right in there. I got then. you all exactly where I want <laughs> you it. to be. Um. All right, they're going to make a movie. Who cares about Abed's integrity? We're going to crap out a piece of crap. Uh, yes. Does this check out, though, that like Abed's movie, the all, that all of this profit would go to Greendale? Are we like yada yadaing something like if Abed makes a student film, does Greendale own that or is that Abed's IP? I wonder if it matters if it's like filmed using school equipment mm, and yeah. all of that, right? right? Yeah. I imagine maybe he'd see some profit, but largely probably the school owns it. He's going to get like $5. He's going to like a $5 it's cut sad. of that 500K. Yeah. I think that's all that's going to happen. And I don't think that there's actually going to be 500K either. I think it's no. going to be a lie and it's going to be a stat that they're not going to share mm. with the creators. The, the real um, profits um, are the friends we made. <laughs> so sure bad. yeah uh all right so chief star in the raiders of the galaxy and then so much of this episode now is like watching this unfold and mm -hmm. it's ridiculous yeah jeff is the mayor of outer space britta is jeff's daughter so yes. is annie kind of so this is like a little bit of thanos and gamora and nebula yes. going on then there's glip glop who is an alien and he says yuba dooba dooba yeah. and is played by garrett uh-huh yeah. and um it's like the outfits are wild. Like the Jeff is wearing this like white wig, and he has these white eyebrows. Yeah, too. he's kind. He kind of looks like Benicio del Toro in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, the Collector is his character, yes. and that's basically his whole vibe. So like Jeff is sort of at once Star Lord, the Collector, and Thanos in this movie, and kind of Han. So like the whole thing is just like a total uh like chat gbt barfed out mishmash it's, of yeah. it's, a, it's a glip glop it's a glip glop <laughs> isn't glip glop supposed to be like the star wars guy that everyone hates oh jar jar bang oh yes. jar jar yeah i thought you were gonna say chewbacca again jess i was gonna no no one hates him but me it's fine yeah, oh. my mind. um <laughs> i love how they needed to like reverse engineer some of this so it fits with the only chang dialogue they have so jeff winger is the mayor of space yeah the mayor of space on the phone with the mayor like i just love the idea that you that everything has a mayor like yeah. space has a mayor i hate space famously so i would right the mayor of space but like, Amanda, you, know, like if you ran for mayor of space what would your platform be <laughs> abolish space <laughs> <laughs> too much space in yes. my space yeah yeah we got to dismantle the space yeah. so uh, dean is yeah. playing the back of chang's head mm -hmm. uh 
Pr- Britta, I think, changes her own name to Princess Britana. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. uh, it's it's just ridiculous. Then they get attacked by Spaborfians or something. Yeah. And they're like, Ovid is criticizing them because they're not both like falling the same way when the ship is being attacked. And we get, again, like all of this, all of the dialogue from Chang is either the like, 10 seconds of a scene that they filmed or behind the scenes of him being like, are we rolling? And we then the, rolling? Sh- the ship is actually like barrel rolling in sky. Yeah. What's it's my incredible. motivation? Yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of brilliant. Yeah. It's very, very well done. Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Everybody is, everybody's really phoning it in. Nobody's taking it seriously. And like Abed's heart isn't in it because it's not the, the movie that he wanted to make. No, it's not the movie he wanted to make. And yet it's the movie that is, happening whether he likes it or not so here comes annie as the as the nebula uh and this is like you two are sisters uh but she's like doing like the sexy space assassin thing britta doesn't like this yeah the britta hates this uh and it turns out she's a pleasure droid who got turned into an assassin of course Of yeah. and ovid wants to make changes but the dean is like moving on and ovid is like okay i guess but Jeff and Abed stop down and have a conversation. And Jeff's like, we have to move faster. But Abed says, usually sci-fi films aren't improvised over a weekend with a crew that doesn't care. Uh-huh. And Jeff I, does this. <laughs> I, 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 I would like to uh, raise a question with that. Some of them I think maybe have been. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, Iron Man famously actually uh, was like largely improvised. Uh, that the first Iron Man. And so the reason why the Marvel Cinematic Universe exists really was a whole bunch of uh is it moved to the beat of jazz iron wow. man very improvisational yeah. with rdj and favreau <laughs> anyway sorry so, take that out film, a little too much film history, a little too much film history um, so jeff does this whole analogy about how he works out all the time but he's never going to be done meaning like well this film even though you're working out it's never going to be done uh and chris pratt's never gonna stop working out so i can't stop working out uh-huh. uh and so they just he just he really hasn't either by the way chris pratt started working out and he hasn't stopped working out i think that that's like pretty much his whole thing yeah. he's just jeff been in constant right. uh constant motion yeah jeff yeah. was right about that. yeah this. i love this analogy where he's like trying to relate to abed and it just becomes more and more off-putting as he goes and he's like you know you take your work out into the world you premiere it and share it with the public mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrible. Don't stay in the gym, Abed. Get the session done. Get out there and get your shirt off. Uh, Abed's no. like, okay, sure. Um, so we go to like a, a Moss Eisley cantina type. Uh, that's a Star Wars bar Star for those War. who don't know Star, Star Wars. Wars. Classic Star Wars. I bar. recognize that in my notes, I say they're in a space bar, a la Star Wars. I sure recognize do. I'm reading it. Very them good job. It's yeah. there. Thank you. Uh, Elroy is the Minotaur man. That was uh, incredible with the, the min- eye that falls off <laughs> midway through the scene <laughs> the minister man is going to give chief star a weapon it's a phone uh and so yeah. like you know he's just sure like gonna is. keep like picking up the phone and hang up the phone and every time like he puts it down they like have it blast off and shoot people very uh, also, creative elroy's eye is falling off yep Sure yeah. is. I love like the nonchalant shooting, <laughs> yeah. like like gesture that this um it's kind of badass though. I think it worked. It is, it did, it did look pretty cool. Uh yeah, yeah. so that's going great. And magnitude uh, is dressed like a carrot. Uh-huh. <laughs> which just needs to be stated because yeah. it's a thing that happened. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, Frankie is playing the steel drums. Sure. Again. Yeah. Uh, the bit. So that, that really has off. paid off. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and Frankie tries to shoot Chang, but she misses, and uh, he hits her with his phone weapon. Abed calls cut. He looks really disappointed, but then Jeff is in the background just, like, mimicking working out, and Abed's like, okay, it's perfect, I guess. Yeah, just move on. move on. Yeah, just move on. Um, they get to a, a scene where they're in the hallway. Uh, it turns out the Glip Glob is a spy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yuba, Yuba, I'm a spy. Uh, <laughs> so he was a bad guy the whole time. Mm-hmm. that's like finding out that baby Yoda has been a bad guy the whole time. Could you imagine? I think the world would riot. Amanda, would you riot if baby Yoda was a bad guy? Well, when you said that, I was like, I wonder if that really happened and I should just smile. <laughs> no. <laughs> if it hasn't. Okay. Not yet. Thank you. Maybe. Uh, could be. Did um, you see that um, Io had a very like wrote a review of The Empire Strikes Back? No, in which she said that the movie was good, but she had only seen Baby Yoda before and grown up Yoda is busted. Oh, yeah. I saw that. That's I mean, insane. That's so I don't funny. feel like we should be ageist towards Yoda. No, we uh, should. He just wasn't alive during the McRib. It's not his fault. <laughs> I did send you guys a link to a Daily Mail article where they actually show a raw McRib. Oh no. Which I, can't I look really at that. I really no. think everybody oh, needs no, to do that. No, I'm no. clicking it. No, don't Google raw McRib. I don't th- I think it's uh, to quote Star Wars, it's a trap. Uh I don't think you want to look at they it. They really do mush it up to make it look like bones. Oh man. Yeah. Oh no. It's a, it's a no <laughs> so, bones day here on community so building. Weird. The no bones pod. Maury's uh, watching the movie. He can't believe uh, Glib Glob is a spy. Mm. He's as shocked to find out that Glib Glob is a spy as Jess was to stare upon the raw McRib. <laughs> it's true. Uh, it was that kind of reveal. Yeah. It was that kind of a reveal. <laughs> Uh, they get into the the space uh, junk compactor mm-hmm. scene, a la A New Hope. Uh, they're gonna get crushed in frisbees. Um, there's like the sisters are like going to like be forced to make out with each other. Well, yeah, Annie goes like, "Uh, I love you," and then Britta's like, "That's your daughter." Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, uh, Leonard's here, and Leonard uh, almost steals the entire episode for me. Or it's like, I feel Amazing. the force. No, I don't feel the force because I'm not allowed to. I feel the Dracula force. Feel Dracula signal. He's Dracula. <laughs> Leonard's a, an unbelievable, unbelievable character. Always uh, delivers. Always pulls a delivers. hole right through Chang. Yeah, and then Chang uh, has some dying words after he's mm-hmm. been shot. Who am I? What's my motivation? Why am I doing or saying anything I'm saying or doing? I need more. I need more than what I'm getting. And then he dies, and everyone's wow. like really moved. Yeah, Leonard's um, got the single tier action going. It's incredibly, yeah. it's incredibly moving. Leonard's going for, mm. I think, the part of Orange Play-Doh right now. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> Orange best, best supporting. Yeah, show. he wants yeah. like I think it's like a guest star Emmy. He's going okay. for. He's going for a, a, the proverbial dean's list point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Abed now has to figure out what to cut because we're at 87 minutes and we got to get it down to 81. Um, and yeah. Frankie wants to cut out uh, Jeff, the mayor's death scene. Uh, it's a six minute and 30 second death scene. Yeah. And uh, and they're all just like, it doesn't, it looks great. Let's all cut that. Except Jeff, 
doesn't want to cut that because it's his big moment. And he would rather cut Frankie's steel drum solo when the weird wedding ritual on Glip Glop's planet happens. But everyone is like, Glip Glop is a star. Yeah, Glip Glop's the movie. Garrett has on a hashtag who is Glip Glop shirt and he's wearing sunglasses. Very, very yeah. cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's but Jeff, Jeff, somewhere along the way, Jeff got into this and he poured his heart into his big scene. And now Jeff doesn't want to part with it. Well, Jeff's going through it, isn't he? Mm, uh, yeah. Jeff is really going through it in this episode uh, as he's going to go and like furiously try to edit the movie. And then Chang, uh, not Chang, Abed is going to pop up. He's like hiding in the pile of Frisbees. He's going to like slink through the pile of Frisbees over and over again, which is really weird and kind of funny. Uh, and Jeff nearly kills him. Uh, like Jeff almost yeah. kills Abed for real. Uh, and um, Jeff has like this big moment where he's like, he stops seeing red Play-Doh and realizes what's actually <laughs> going on here is that he has finally accepted that I'm the only one who isn't going to leave. Everybody else yeah. will leave. Troy's gone. Shirley's gone. Annie's going to be present. Even Pierce got to die. And now Chang goes to Hollywood. So we forced you to make the crappiest movie of all time. We forced you to make it even crappier. We watch it and it's still not even that bad. Uh, and the part I actually got the most excited about is the seven minutes we can cut. Uh, so I finally know in my heart, I will literally be the last one of us here. And he says, and I know they gave digital muscles to Chris Pratt and Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. I watched Parks and Rec. I watched it. <laughs> I love oh, a vulnerable no. Jeff moment. I love this. Um, I just to, just to back up a little bit, Jeff go searching YouTube for tutorials on how to edit. I so felt perfect. so seen. I also but, felt seen. like we all you, do this anytime you need to do anything. The first and then at thing the beginning, it's like the first thing. It's very important to name your files correctly, and you're like, no, just show me <laughs> the exact <laughs> good part. Don't thing. tell me the story. Just show me the recipe. Yes. I just want the recipe. I don't need to know how your grandma made this yeah. for you. But then you get to the part that you thought you needed to see and you're like oh shit i named my file the wrong thing yes. this is never gonna work yes yes it's perfect this mm. is the most i've enjoyed jeff all season i think uh, well because he really yeah. hasn't had no an it's been a bad season for like, him. story for him and i i think this is honestly a story that really fits with where he is and who he is right like he is now a professor at this community college he's not a student so he has accepted a job and he like doesn't have any like end in sight for this this teaching job that he has. And of course, it makes sense that like most students come and go and teachers are the ones that stay behind. Mm -hmm, so right. it makes a ton of sense that he's like Chang, Chang of all people is getting out and I'm not. Yeah. 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 It, Chang's the one who's gone. He is. He went off to to bluer pastures. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's super well earned. And I think it's like, it's, you know, I watched season six in the real time. I you made the leap Yahoo to screen. Yahoo screens. Uh, I did it. I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And I did it. And I've always little... been an early adopter of these. I, that's what I'm known. That's what I'm yeah. known for. Yeah. Um, and I was a little disappointed when I got to Yahoo screens. I was like, I fought this hard for this. This doesn't feel exactly like my community. Like in the real time, I was like, not a hundred percent back on board, but um, like, 
I think when I rewatched the whole series recently, I I enjoyed season six much, much more yeah. than I had originally. And I think that this is like where the show still really knows its characters, really understands its relationships and can like build this like very credible moment for Jeff Winger here. And I love the Jeff and Abed pairing too. I feel like you can think that, that the show manages to in a few really great episodes get a lot of like vulnerability and emotion from putting those two together. So for Jeff to like kind of recognize that he might be stuck here and people might move past him, even Chang of all people could do that. Um, I thought that it made a lot of sense. It was really sweet. And I, you know, and I also find it relatable. Like I've been in situations where I'm like some of, you are going to move on and I know that I'm going to still be here. And I yeah. think that that's, it's a, it, it was a very human moment from Jeff. Yeah. I think that um, this is probably the most I've enjoyed Abed this season as well. Mm -hmm. uh, this episode. And like, also it's not the most he's gotten as well. Yeah, And it's not like the strongest Abed content we've gotten ever, but it is much better than we've gotten recently. So I do feel like there's something about the two of them short, like kind of sharing this moment of like, we're still here because like, we're still in the script. Uh, we're still in the script. We're still trapped in the movie. But every once in a while, Annie's going to reach down her shirt and produce a laser bomb. And that's not <laughs> scripted. God makes that happen. We didn't plan it. God made it. And he made it big and dumb. And we're dumb for being here. And like, it's just such a great Abed moment yeah. to like, uh, once again, filter everything through pop culture on the other side of this big, dumb popcorn movie of an episode of Community. And I thought it was a really good moment. I really did. By and large, I really liked this episode, I have to say. Uh, I think that this was uh, among my favorites, if not my favorite of season six so far. Hmm. Uh, really, really liked it. Um, so uh, Abed says, we'll keep the cameras rolling. Stop thinking about Chris Pratt so much. It's not healthy. It's so true. It's yeah. really not healthy. We really shouldn't be thinking about him as much as we are. But yeah, Jeff um, says we'll cut his scene and then we'll add in 30 seconds because that, you know, we had 30 seconds extra to spare. Mm -hmm. So they end up, they're at the screening and they do add a scene at the end where Jeff sees Chief Star in hell. Of course, Glip Glop is also there. I told you I'd see you here. Yeah. <laughs> and Maury loves it. He's like, he said he was going to see him in hell and he did. <laughs> Yeah. He's very literal, Mari. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Yeah, he gets a call from the distributor, but it does not sound great because he immediately says, Calm down. What's chapter 11? Wait, what's YouTube? Wait, what's broadband? What's digital? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> does it sound like uh, this movie got pulled from streaming? Uh, was it like deleted from the internet for a tax <laughs> no. write off? Wow. <laughs> Too real. Too real. Uh, there's a big problem because uh, Chang's meteoric rise is beginning to crash land like a hot air balloon that has run out of air and also has run afoul apparently of james franco's balls mm -hmm. uh that this is something that has happened to chang and so it seems like chang is not going to be long for the hollywood he's, world he's not bankable anymore he's not bankable <laughs> anymore mm -hmm. uh we end the episode with chang doing voice work for the color blue uh, but he is uh, in like pure prima donna mode. Uh, and he tells Steven Spielberg, I forget, like, is it just that he says like to like eat, eat Steven Spielberg can eat my butt or something yeah. like that. And yeah. Spielberg's in the studio. And he's like, well, it turns out you did it. You did great. Now you could just leave through that small door. <laughs> Crawl out a doggy food. door that happens to be like right <laughs> in the sound booth. It was weird because yeah. this was played as a joke. And I'm like, but 
that's how I leave the podcast. <laughs> the talkie door in the back. Is that not, is that funny? Is there something funny about that? <laughs> it is really funny when he like goes down and it's like when Willy Wonka leads the whole family down the hallway and they go through that tiny door mm-hmm. and end up in like the big candy room, the first big candy room, like candy jungle with chocolate waterfall. So there's no candy room or chocolate waterfall on the other side of the small door. It's just a bright light <laughs> that envelops Chang as yeah. if he has died, oh. as if... <laughs> It's all of his hopes crossed over. He crossed past the Wilford Brimley yeah. cocoon line. <laughs> he <crossed the> <laughs> He's been cocooned in white light. Uh-huh. Um, and the end credit scene is Chang returning to the study group and no one remarking on it. And Chang mm-hmm. just gets kind of like returned to uh, Greendale. Well, you know how he gets back in though is when everyone are like are like Britta's the worst, and he goes, Britta's the worst. Yeah, the worst, and everyone uh, laughs. Britta is the worst, and there's just like kind of like a really sweet smile on Ken Jeong's face. He's so um, happy. This episode is great on, on uh, another level, which is that Ken Jong level of like his story of his career that he was a doctor, like he had nothing to do. He did some stand up. He got recognized. He blows up through the hangover. Here he is on a series regular on this show. He's like a reality TV host. He's on the after party. Like he has like a real legit wholly, you know, invented of his own steam second career. Like he's had like the happy ending, but this guy, like any actor who makes it, probably is always waiting for that tiny doggy door that they're going to be forced <laughs> to crawl through. Uh, so it's it's really it's kind of it's kind of a wonderful story for him, where like he has not been forced through that door. In fact, he is still in that booth, and he has not run afoul of any hot air balloons or any uh, anything involving James Franco, as far as I know. Uh, and it's great to see Chang sort of like get like his very community version of that story, but it feels like they're like paying homage to Ken Jong's career in this episode. So as a big Chang stan, loved this one and loved this for Chang. Thought it was great. Thought it was very fun. Um, anyway, streets ahead on the end credits, I guess, cause it's like a pass or fail. Uh, but mm-hmm. otherwise like, you know, this seemed like this would probably be the final scene you'd get before the end. Yeah. This doesn't have like pizzazz for me. Yeah. So I think I'm going to give this one a streets behind just because we know what they can do. With totally fine. Yeah. I'm, I have no strong feelings about mm-hmm. it. Though. I am also behind for kind yeah. of the same reason. It's like if it's very much pass fail and it's just like, eh, you know, yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some feedback for this episode. Uh, we've got this from a long time, first time, who I believe now is the darkest timeline. Britta uh, writes in and says, I'm such a sucker for a high concept episode. And I was jonesing for an Abed Nadir film since season one, episode three. Jeff and Abed actually show up in this episode and crush it. Britta and Annie are also both great with their takes as the space princesses. The way that Elliot and Garrett jealously protect Glip Flop is adorable. From Brooke Burns in the cold open through Steve Gutenberg in the middle <laughs> to Randall Park in the post credits. That's right. I forgot Randall Park shows up at the end. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ridiculous. Very, very funny. Um, the episode never lets up with the awesome surprises and humor. I think the only real issue is that the frame story doesn't go anywhere. Um, from Eric, the birthday king, writes and says, I really want to love this episode. I think the premise is brilliant. And the ham girl cracks me up. Despite that, I think I laughed the least of any episodes since season four. Something just wasn't clicking. I will say, though, that some of the ways they use Chang's footage in the movie were pretty funny. 
Does Eric um, have a laugh-o-meter in his home to confirm that? That is something that we should all be installing if you haven't done that yet. That's a very important thing for your safety uh, <laughs> to have. Uh, Jank says, this episode has only become more relevant with time as the topic of entertainment as art versus a money-making venture has become bigger and bigger. Dr. Amanda, your thoughts? Strike up the conversation. A new <laughs> podcast on Post Show Recaps is talking about that very issue. Um, yeah, no, this is, I think that like, the, this is adjacent to some of the issues that we're talking about now, but this whole like extremely cynical view of just monetizing stardom and like the way that Abed is an artist and he's pitted against like the production house wanting certain things. I think that all of this is like, like just like Jank points out is only becoming more and more relevant. It's sort of the seeds of it here. Even the Play-Doh movie, it really feels like a joke of this very moment. So I think that this is spot on. Um, the show was in so many ways prescient in this episode. Uh, a couple of uh, other items of feedback we got during the live show from Chloe. Uh, Chloe says, when I first watched this episode, I missed the character name and thought it was the new Plato oh. movie. <laughs> uh, movie about Plato. The philosopher. Yeah, yeah. it made far mm -hmm. more sense when I realized it was the color blue in the Plato movie. Um, man, I would love to see Chang in the Plato movie, though. That, like, yeah, uh, that would also be great. Do you think that they, I bet they make that pun in the Plato movie. One would oh, assume. they have to. Yes. Have to. There's definitely like a big, like, like all of the colors meet together and philosophize mm -hmm. together. Uh, speaking of which, Corey had said there's a weird Barbie equivalent where all the colors are mixed together and there's some carpet lint Ooh, in there. Yes. That's the character no. in the Play-Doh movie, probably. Um, Play-Doh movie, north or south of a billion dollars in two weeks, Amanda. What do you think? Ooh, who do we have? Who are we attaching to this project, Josh? We have uh, uh, who are we gonna yeah, get it's to? Yeah, it's a Greta Gerwig production. It's a Greta. Okay, yes. well, then, then the sky's the limit. Jess, are you going to Greta Gerwig's Play-Doh on opening weekend? <laughs> I mean, honestly, at this point, I might just go to anything. <laughs> What's the what's the Oppenheimer? What's the Barbenheimer? Yes, what's the, that's a great. Question. It's Play-Doh. There's a plate. There's Play-Doh and Play-Doh. Play the philosopher. Yeah, it's Play-Doh and Play-Doh, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite portmanteau mm -hmm. the way uh, that you want it to, but uh, there you go. Um, okay, so Meow Meow Beans, let's do the ratings here. Uh, Dean's kind of just there for me in this episode. I gave him a 2.5. Uh, I gave a pair of threes to the princess sisters, daughters, lovers, question mark, uh, Britta and Annie. Uh, and then Abed and Jeff, I think, have their strongest episodes for me so far. I gave a 3.5 to Abed. I gave a 4 to Jeff. And it felt really good to be like, oh, I think they've earned these scores. They had, like, good emotional content in this episode. Chang's a full 5. Uh, Chang's a full 5. Ham girl gets him a full 5 for me. And I think the way that this episode honors uh, Ken Jong's career, uh, I really appreciate that as well. So a very, very easy 5 to hand out to Chang. I'm always looking for an excuse, Jess. To I mean, any Chang. excuse for you, for any sure. Any excuse to give Chang a five. Uh, Dr. Amanda, what did you do with your Meow Meow Beans? With my Meow Meow Beans, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty close to agreement with you, Josh. Um, you know, a Chang gets a five. If there's, if the, I think this is a great episode for Chang. I think this is Chang doing exactly what Chang was meant to do. I think he's very, 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 very funny as the um, in the, the footage that they use in the movie. I love that gag um again jeff and abed 
great episode for them relative to what they've been getting. Um, I'm giving them both a 3.5, though, just because I think that we're still like short of their high highs. Um, Britta and Annie, I'm going to give them both threes. I love, uh, you know, Britta, like, pulling her, um, you know, her feminist critiques out at Annie. I also, I really do, right. I get to compliment Britta's uh, feminine critiques and then I'm going to compliment her hair and makeup because I thought that they were really <laughs> yeah, fun. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. I thought that they were really hey, fun. Barbie. And, and yeah. I just watched Barbie, so I'm allowed to do that. Um, and Annie, of course, uh, saving the day by pulling that orb out of her shirt. So she gets a three as well. And Dean gets a 2.5. It's just like, it's a little, it's a little baby Dean performance. It wasn't a big Dean episode, but he was there. We saw the back of his head. Yeah, we did. We did see the back of his head. Um, before I forget to say it, while we're talking about Barbie, you got to say that Chang is literally Ken Uff. He is. Enough. He, he is. Ken is. Yeah. He's just, he's, Ken. he's just Ken. He's just Ken. He's just Ken. <laughs> He's just Ken. Uh, Jess, how did you do with your Meow Meow Beats? Um, so I gave, uh, at the very top, Chang a four. Not quite five material Chang for me, but still very good. Ham Girl is iconic. Anyone who thinks of Chang is going to think of Ham Girl. Uh, Aubin and Jeff, I gave three and a half. Very similarly to the same reasons Amanda gave of like, I do think there's better Jeff and Abed material, but I wanted to acknowledge that like, hey, they did something this episode. Yeah. <laughs> they were there. They contributed. Uh, Britta and Annie gave threes for their very solid performances as Jeff's daughters in space. <laughs> daughter mm-hmm. slash love interest. Daughter yeah. slash love interest. Um, and I gave Dean a two and a half because he really isn't uh, all that present this episode. But it did crack me up when he's just like, you know what? That's it. I'm getting James car towed after three weeks as if that is like really mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But there That's isn't any movement in our in our character rankings. We still have Dean at the top. However... Chang is closing in. There are only three points that separate Dean oh, and Chang yes. at one and two. Is this going to be the high point for Chang for the rest of the series, you think, this episode? Um, uh, he still has more, but like I can't think of anything in particular that is like okay. iconic and coming up. Okay, okay. Uh, well, uh, let's see if he can't close the gap. It would be great for Chang to be the only character to win the Meow Meow Beans twice. Uh, or we could have Dean win it for the first time and then sure. every single season it would be someone different, which is also exciting. That's also great, but I would love to manifest a double win for Chang. Naturally. Uh, so Dean's in the front. Chang is right behind him. Britta is still in the mix. Uh, and then it's a big drop to Annie in fourth with 76.5. Jeff in fifth, 72.5. Wow. And Abed is still in last place. It really is like a bell curve for, or no, not a bell curve, like a straight down graph for Abed. Like he started off so, so high in season one. And then it's, this is not, I mean, is this not another classic Hollywood tale? Uh, You start off riding a high, where else do you have to go? But steep down. I mean, listen, this is the tale of uh, so many of the, I mean, this is really honestly, you could say this about Chris Pratt too. You know, wow. uh, I'm sure that uh, Jeff would feel this way. Uh, <laughs> you know, he saw Parks and Rec. Uh, we check mm-hmm. in with Jeff now. I wonder what he would think. Um, so, yeah, let's see if Bob Ed can't do it, but uh, it's a little late for him to be able to fully turn this thing around. Um, let's do Dean's list points across the board. Uh, Jess, who did you give yours to? You go, 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 I had I had to go to Goomba. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I glad love... we got another Goomba Goomba. I had to. I yeah. think I love Garrett being confident 
and just feeling himself. Yeah. And I just appreciated him sitting with his feet up on the study hall's desk, which is like, that is, you know, you're coming in and you're basically just like rubbing your dirty shoes all over someone's carpet. Yeah. And he's wearing yeah. sunglasses. And I just very much appreciated it. I had to give it to Garrett slash Glip Glob. Hashtag who is Glip Glob. Who is Glip Glob? Uh, Amanda, who did you give your Dean's List point Am to? I allowed to give my Dean's List point to Mari to Steve Gutenberg? Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, then he's going to get it because... Uh, we love we we stand Gutenberg in this house. Stand the goot. Uh, I'm glad the goot is on here. I was thinking of giving it to the goot. Ultimately, just reliving the I feel the force. No, I can't say that. I'm not allowed to say that. I feel the um, Dracula force. I feel, I, I feel the Dracula. It's I feel so the good. Dracula senses. It's, it's so uh, Leonard, incredible. Leonard getting a point here for sure. Um, rating the episode, I gave it three point. Five cools a big rating. Uh, big rating is this my biggest rating of the season so far, Jess? It is, you know? yeah. yeah. Your other, the only other ones that you that are even close are last episode, advanced safety features, last episode, 3. I love. 3. yeah. And the, the second episode, lawnmower maintenance and postnatal care, you gave a 3.3 as well. Uh, three and a half, three and a half cools. Uh, you give me like the crowning Chang episode, and I'm probably gonna love it unless y'all really screwed it up, and I don't think they did. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was funnier than Eric thought it was. Uh, my laugh meters work just fine. Uh, really enjoyed it. Had a very good time. That's my rating. Jess, you are lower than me. I gave it a 2.8. Um, I think it's good. I think it's good, not great, is where I would put it. Like, it has some very funny moments. It has ham girl. It's ridiculous in the way that community is. But I just felt like my favorite episodes of community have more for each character to do. And then on top of that, even the best, even the best stuff that characters are getting like your Jeff's and Abed's this episode, isn't reaching the high highs that so many other episodes get. So I had to give it a 2.8 for that reason. But I do, I do think it's a solid episode. Amanda. Cool. 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 I do three cools. I agree with wow. everything that Jeff's, said here i think that i think this is a super enjoyable episode um i really i i i had a great time with it i think that it was very funny but i do agree with jess that like community is at its best when all of the core cast are really showcasing what they have to offer i think that this episode was a little bit uneven which can be okay but it still wasn't the high highs for the feature players so um it tops out on three cools for me which Fair is enough. a solid a solid performance you are really close with the audience mm -hmm. score the audience score for this one is a 3.09 uh for this episode which makes the current average for this episode a 3.1 which makes intro to recycled cinema the third best episode of season six so far behind advanced safety features at number one mm -hmm. which i think is fair yeah. ladders at number two then it's intro to recycled cinema. Then we've got lawnmower maintenance and postnatal care in fourth. Basic email security in fifth. Basic crisis room decorum in sixth. Queer studies and advanced waxing in seventh. And laws of robotics and party rights bringing it up at the back. And that is eight episodes of season six of Community Down. Next week, season six, episode nine. Nice grifting 101. Coming next to 
community building. Um, Dr. Amanda, where could people find you? Uh, pitch people on Strike Up the Conversation one last time. Yeah, so one last time on Post Show Recaps. Every Tuesday, I am bringing you a new episode of Strike Up the Conversation. Um, we have a lot of great interviews already posted, so you can check out those um definitely check out the michael chernis interview if you're a fan of his if you followed me for severance you're going to want to hear that and the one that i just um got posted this week with paul prescott is also really great and i've already heard back from people who are um you know ups workers who are like oh my gosh you're talking about my union on the podcast so that is really, what up really steve cool to hear. yes yes it was really great to hear um so uh, you can keep up with everything that i'm doing by finding me where you find people on social media. I tried to be at Dr. Amanda R. You can find me uh, where you look for me carefully. I think you'll be able to track me down um, and I'll be posting everything that I'm doing podcast wise. Amazing. Jess, where can people find you? What kind of shit of the 90s taught you lately? You can find me at the Jess Sterling on X, I guess. Um, I know. I know. Um, but yeah, other than community building here, I am still talking about and just like that with my good pal, Sarah. It's honestly like it's so much better than season one. If you didn't like season one, just jump into season two. It's so much better. If you haven't heard, which I don't know how you haven't, if you're a Sex in the City fan, hit us back. Yeah, and it's- I know. The audacity of you, Joshua Wiggler. I really cannot. You call him Joshua Wiggler? Yeah. I think I'm that flabbergasted at this response. That's how I feel about Aiden. I I really cannot with that. But seriously, check it out. It's so much fun. Of course, uh, Grace Errol and I are also talking about the after party. I'm never going back in that apartment. Are you kidding me, you big baby? This has drama. Yeah, you're like a 74-year-old man. Go back in the apartment. (laughs) I do do agree with that. You big nerd. I do agree with that. Go in the apartment. Grow up. But anyway... He's chickens, okay? Anyway, um, so that is what I'm doing here on Pusher Recaps. And then uh, over on Shit 90 Shows taught me, Sarah and I are just getting so dangerously close to the end of Dawson's Creek. I can't wait. We're almost to the finale. It's going to be absolutely incredible. And if you haven't heard, um, after Dawson's Creek, we're going to start Felicity. So I oh. am so, and Sarah and I, neither one of us have seen it. So that's super, super exciting. Uh, follow along at Shit 90s Pod uh, everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. And then I'm also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash The Just Sterling. I'm playing Wildflowers, cool. which is just like the coziest little farming sim game. It's very comfy. It's very cute. Does it just have Tom Petty's Wildflowers playing on a loop? I wish. I love that song. In the um, but I've also, I, I, Josh, have you have you Baldur's Gate 3 did I yet? I can't. I can't because you, you can't get well, sucked in. Well, what's going to happen is I'm going to play Baldur's Gate 3 and none of you are going to hear from me again. That's uh, yeah. You know? True story. I have been playing that. I'm not. I streamed my character creation because you Jess, know, I literally like your job hours. would be in jeopardy if I started playing Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> so I can't. Yeah, maybe can't you shouldn't. Yeah. But I made a gnome to surprise of no one. Um. Anyway, that's what I have. That's everything. Amazing. Okay, I'm at Round Howard wherever you can find me, including right here on Post Show Recaps in the Patron Discord. If you want to become a patron, patreon.com slash post show recaps is the way to do that. We would love to see you here. You get to watch Community Building live as we record. You could also watch it VOD if you're a patron of Post Show Recaps. If you want to watch the video version, video version is always really fun. We love to have you all here. Dr. Amanda, what a pleasure. Thank you so much for swinging by the booth here. And gosh, Just a couple episodes of community left before we say goodbye. 
to Greendale and figure out what the heck we're going to do on the other side of this thing. But that's a future problem. But for now, we do have to say, Corey B, take us away. End of the road, but we're in luck. Publishers are interested just like Jim the Duck. I doubt it. Wiggler and Jazz, here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail Greendale with all of our friends. The brightest timeline never goes away. Community building is here to stay. Get out of here. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.